Yeah, we are live at Rams training camp along with Clinton Yates. What's up? Scott, How we doing? Yeah. Scott Kaplan of SLK, Bergman, Unique. Our boss, Amanda Brown, is in the house. I Everybody's here. Chris Morales is here. It's a family affair. I see our full team. And then there's Artis Twyman. Artis, the, the PR director of the Rams. I always like to see the PR director come around early. You <laughs> okay. know? No, I do. And usually I might even throw a, throw a mic on him and just go, yo, what's going on, man? Right. How's it going? And then he, he heard we were coming back on the air. He, and he was bailed like, okay, out. I'm <laughs> out of here. He said, see you later. Yeah. I'm, not going to happen. I'm gone. Uh, but Les Snead is making his way over here right Important now. Important update. Yeah. Go ahead. I have taken off a shirt. Mm -hmm. I've taken off another shirt. We are now in tank top mode. We call this the action proceedings. Would you like to describe the tank top, Gregory? Yeah, it's got a, it's got a bit of a rainbow color in the middle, stripes going across. But the base, two the base is a blue. Set. It is a blue and yellow with a yellow trim going for the Rams, obviously. Thank you. Right, and then a little I just bit of had corner. this on the side, and I decided to break it out. Perfect. We're looking great. Perfect. All right, here we go, Clinton Yates. Yeah. Les, Les Snead is standing by. He's about to put on the headset. I'm doing the play-by-play -play of this. Les Snead has put on the headset. He's, He's got a great pair of glasses, by himself, the way. Get himself comfortable. How come y'all get to see practice and I don't? Well, you can turn around. We don't have to look at you. Well, <laughs> that and also, you know, if you really care, you can watch the film later. You're not. Come on, man, really? That's good practice. Well, you know what? It'll be good to get an in independent point of view. What do you think? I mean, no, independent. I, 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 what do you think? I, I said to Clinton, here's what I said. You ready? I watched Matthew Stafford throw his first ball today. You know what I decided? Super Bowl champions. <laughs> One throw, just wow. like that. What do you think about that? That is, that's, that's limited data and a big bet. I like it. I'll tell you this. I think you guys got a great setup out here. You know what I mean? I think these fans coming back, I think this is a fun situation. I think this is something, and I'm going to ask you this. How does this feel in terms of how players and how teams appreciate this kind of a setup? Well, here, here's a story from today. I was told Joe DiCamillis, our new special teams coach, uh, 33 years in the league, I think he went to Tony Pastores, who uh, vice president of football admin kind of handles our cap and said, hey, Tony, if anybody ever complains about this camp, send them to my office. In 33 years, this is the best in the NFL. See? Wow. So, And he's got a lot of experience. So I, th I think – our players feel it, and I, I maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Has to be there has to be some rose of the Thor, right? But when you do go through a year no fans, and then you come back and feel them and feel the energy, there there is an element of okay, we might have taken advantage of that energy. That that energy when it's not there, it's not there. Yeah. And this this is neat. even this is practice and and then this Allen Iverson said practice is just practice right but there's energy here yeah there is and and i would be curious to get your feedback on what a new quarterback a veteran quarterback with hall of fame statistics behind his his name what does he bring to that energy with well, i think the 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 totality of the big picture right we're a team that believes we can contend right contend for the division see where it goes from there we have we have a, a young team, but we got a lot of core pillars, core players that are in their prime. Uh, we've got a head coach who's maybe in his prime, hopefully a lot of years left, but definitely in his prime. And to be able to add a quarterback, right, who's got that experience, who's in the prime, been in the prime, and to be able to come here and just fit right in and add to it and not necessarily be intimidated maybe by expectations, intimidated by – a really, really impressive head coach play. All of those things uh, just shows you what, you know, the actual, you know, let's call it experience and, and pelts on the wall 
uh, can do for your psych and, and who you really are. Les Nade joins us here on ESPN 710. But you mentioned expectations. That's a real thing. You know, new guy comes in, little, little couple more eyeballs on the, on the football team. How do you all manage that in terms of who you are as a franchise, never mind who you are in terms of your 22 that you're putting out there week one? It's interesting when you – there's times when I've been a part of teams, right, where you go, wow, expectations are are maybe a little much. It might maybe you were a team that played well, finished nine and seven. The next year you're supposed to be a playoff team, but you really hadn't made the playoffs yet. Or maybe you 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 lost that playoff game, and and the next year you're supposed to to win it all. But wait a minute, you know how it is. You got to get the monkey off the back in the playoffs first. So. Uh, there's times when expectations are maybe like, ooh, we, we, the cart's before the horse a little bit. Where we're at, we we believe we can contend, and I always say contend first to division and, and then go from there. And, and the only way to truly handle those expectations is really uh, the old cliche, right? Take it one day at a time, one practice at a time. What, what are we trying to improve on, right? Uh, that one thing at a time, right? One game at a time. When there's a different opponent, there's going to be a different attack. And, and that's the really the only – if you start looking at the top of the mountain, right, there's a good chance you might trip trying to get up there. So mm. best thing to do is, hey, take – it's a cliche. I try to give some nuanced examples of that, right? Like right now we lost a running back. So one of the things we got to do in camp at a specific level – you know, at the one practice at a time is figure out, hey, do we have the players in-house to handle this load, right? That wasn't a specific issue a couple of weeks ago, right? Expectations still there, belief still there, but, right, we can can handle that by looking at it kind of in a microscopic way and taking it day by day. I actually wanted to ask you about that. We're talking to Les Snead. He's the general manager of the Rams. We're live here on SLK on 710 ESPN from Rams training camp at UC Irvine. In your job, can you describe to everybody listening how you ultimately form the roster? We're only in day one. What positions are really up for grabs? How many roster spots do you kind of already know? 40, 45. I mean, like how many guys could actually out, out here in practice catch your eye and make the team? I mean, could you just talk to us about in your job how you ultimately create the roster? Yeah, because, right, running back's different, right? All of a sudden there's a somewhat urgent crisis. So, okay, now we got to figure out – uh, can guys that we believe in, they just don't have experience, right? Can we trust them to, right, go get that experience on the clock? But there's also this element when you have to keep 53 players and and you're built in a way where you're looking at 2021, but you're also looking at 23. How do you keep as many young players as possible? So there's these battles where, wow, we're going to have to cut some players that we probably like you want to strategize to maybe get them the practice squad and things like that, but you're always nervous. So it's interesting, probably position by position, right? There may be, uh, like, let's go back to running back. Coming into this camp, it was, hey, we knew our one and two. Who was going to be the third player on uh, game day maybe active? Who's getting that jersey? That that person might have needed to cover kicks more than he needed to run the football. Now all of a sudden those guys who were battling to cover kicks – are now battling to right carry the ball some battling to figure out hey can they pass pro when it's you know when it's crunch time on third down so uh, each position group probably has different scenarios going on in a case by case situation 
How's morale from a protocol standpoint? I know things are a little different, and after the no after the no fan season, I mean, each team, each guy takes a different way. I mean, how are you guys in terms of how you're just getting the business of the football done at this stage, especially with everything that's happening? Well, I think I think probably like everyone, once the planning and the protocols, uh, maybe the, the drama around that takes precedence as you're planning and and all that. I think once you step in to begin the 2021 season, right? Football's the main thing, uh, and that's going to dominate your day, and that's going to probably take the the drama out of that, right? But remember, the protocols, uh, the vaccination, all that, right, is put in place, number one, right, to uh, probably protect health. Number two is to mitigate spread. And, and those things are important, and they're a priority, and it also probably bleeds into whether you're going to have a successful yeah. season or not based on whether you lose players because of the protocol or things like that. So it's all working together. It's, it's just another variable. But we, we went through it last year. Uh, those lessons can be applied again this year because at the end of the day, right, protecting health and then preventing spread is also going to bleed into right a healthier football team on Sundays, which gives us a chance to beat the enemy. Les, how many years have you been the general manager of the Rams? You know what? I think this is going into year 10. And let's see. This is year five in L.A.? 2016 was the first yeah, first year. First so. year. That night, the first game, Rams were playing the Niners. We're standing on the field in San Francisco. Oh, yes. I remember that. We're talking about Jared Goff because he was the first pick, but he wasn't starting that game. Who's the starting quarterback that night? Anybody? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. And I remember you and I talking about that night. You're like, you know, if Case Keenum were 6'5", that guy would have been like a first-round pick because his college career was spectacular. You know? Right. But Keenum to Goff, and here we are, Stafford. I mean, it, it really is an interesting thing to watch happen as the years go on and the players change and upgrades happen at positions, especially because most people thought you guys were locked into a contract. What made you think you could get out of that or get creative about trying to get out of that? It's uh – I think number one, you got to have you have to have ownership who's understanding and is going to allow you uh, right to get out of that contract. And 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 the cap's the easiest thing to handle, right? But there's some upfront cash that uh, you invested in. But the the reason really gets down to hey, there was an opportunity to add someone like Matt Stafford. I mean, that's like when Brett Favre hit the market, he was close to forty. Right when Peyton Manning hit the market and was cut, it was coming off an injuries. It's very unprecedented that a guy like Matthew Stafford, with that experience at that position, comes available. Now it's up to us to analyze that opportunity. Is the opportunity worth right going for? And if it is, hey, what's the cost of it? And you like anything, right? It's a it's cost benefit analysis, and we thought that you know adding math. Matthew Stafford, you know, the benefits outweighed the cost. Last question. What's that place on your T-shirt, bro? That sounds like a cool joint. Christie's Village Cafe. Oh, man, it's, it's, my, it's my favorite uh, neighborhood restaurant. Okay. So I'll check it out when I'm out you know, it's, it may be for, and My wife is probably because it's where I want to go every time we go out to eat. <laughs> she likes a little more variety, but uh, Christie's is a good we talking thing. breakfast, lunch, dinner? What are we you talking about? You know, I'm, I intermittent fast, so it's only dinner, but I think they do breakfast, lunch, and all right. And and dinner, but uh, good yeah. Malibu cuisine. How do we have cuisine? Cuisine. It's hard when there you're from we go. Alabama, man. Come on, right? <laughs> What'd you say? I mean, you're from Alabama, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's 
Yeah, they out. didn't do this in That's Alabama. what I'm getting at. There was <laughs> yeah, no that, Malibu that, cuisine there, cuisine. So it, yeah. pr- it proves there is some element of evolution, right? <laughs> we all evolved. <laughs> Thanks, for the good man. and the bad. Less appreciative, man. Hey, dude, great to yeah. see you, man. Thank, Thanks for having buddy. me. Yep, have Thanks, a good practice. Man. Yeah, right on. Day one here at Rams training camp. And we are live here at Rams Training Camp, driven by your Southern California Hyundai dealers. Get the Hyundai you've always wanted. It's your journey. Own it, Clinton Yates. You just owned that conversation. Tank top. We're out here. You know what I'm saying? He's a good guy, man. Listen, if a guy's going to wear a T-shirt that has a cafe on the front, I'm going to ask him. Of 100%. Hey, that's, thank you, Les. Appreciate that's you, buddy. Good. That's how that's going to work Appreciate every that. single time. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you. I love it, man. And now, you see, now once we got him talking, that's it. Right now, you know? now he's no, there. Well, he didn't want to talk to right. us because he didn't want to watch practice. Right. Now he can't stop talking. No, it's funny. <laughs> I love it. All right, stick around. Um, definitely want to get back to the Dodgers and the Giants, and here's what I want to say. Clinton told us yesterday that this series against the Giants was must win, and the Dodgers are down 0-1. We'll talk about yeah. that. I also want to get into this, this storyline and this perpetuation of this storyline of what is the Lakers window with LeBron and AD that all of a sudden people are talking about today like it's breaking news we'll get to that also plus what you need to know is right around the corner it's the SLK on 710 ESPN